0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: the amazing Lon Milo Duquette, but before I bring him on, I need to do a little business. Desperate Housewitches is not a GPG or even an R-rated show, so if bad language or anything else I might say might offend you, I'm sorry, that's the way it is. Desperate Housewitches is brought to you by the one, the only, the incredible, the wicked one herself. Dorothy Morrison, check out www.wickedwitchstudios.com. Dorothy will be bringing us something spectacular for Salmon this year. Not sure what it is yet, but stay tuned to her page, Wicked Witch Studios, on Facebook. And if you need her products shipped overseas, check out theangrycauldron.com. That's www.theangrycauldron.com. And again, Dorothy Morrison's website is www.wickedwitchstudios.com. All right, my friend Lon, Lon Pilo is a writer, a speaker, a musician, and an all-around really fantastic and fascinating person. Good evening, Lon.
0: Good evening. Well, it's late afternoon for me.
1: Right. I keep forgetting. Everything is not on the East Coast. Shame on me. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. You know, we were talking earlier about the way things are right now. I'm of an age where I remember, you know, people trying to get along and, you know, it was a peace and love time. We were coming kind of middle to out of the hippie generation. I was a kid in the 60s, very young kid and I really just don't know what's happening. And I wanted your take on it, and I wanted to know what you were doing to get through things, and I especially wanted to talk about your daily Facebook readings. So wherever you want to start,
0: let's go. Well, let's start with uh, uh, how Constance and I are taking the the current – <clears throat> bizarre wild situation that we're living in here in the United States. Um uh, yeah. You mentioned that you come out of sort of a, you know, a peaceful uh uh, uh generational thing. Uh, Constance and I both were were I guess uh, uh we were teenagers in the 60s and um uh, mm-hmm. uh I actually came out to California. I was born in California, but it, uh, my family moved to Nebraska when I was seven. But anyway, wow. I I, uh, I moved back uh, to California as soon as I uh, grad- graduated from high school. Uh, so mm-hmm. I was still, I think, 17 when I moved back uh, in 1966. And that was right in the middle of the fabulous 60s <laughs> and uh <laughs> uh i was a, a, a radical kid uh in in high school and by radical i mean uh technically i was <laughs> i was radical uh i had dis- <laughs> i had discovered long about 1964 uh what uh a bad move our involvement in vietnam was and wow, yeah. uh i had uh educated myself uh on the the world politics of the of the day and i was lucky enough to uh uh be uh, mentored i guess by uh uh uh, members of the uh American Civil Liberties Union and uh, wow and other uh, uh I, I guess we'd call them progressive groups uh uh of the day sure. that were mobilizing for civil rights and uh uh against the war in Vietnam so even while mm-hmm. I was in high school I was expelled from high school uh uh twice really Yeah, once in my junior year and once in my senior year. And um, I was expelled in my uh, senior year, uh, and they said I was being expelled for sedition. Uh, And and that's because because they actually used the word sedition. And my friends in the ACLU got me back into, into school saying, that is so ridiculous, we'll sue you too. To kingdom come, you know, right. charging a you, you can't uh, yeah. High schools don't charge people with sedition, but anyway, that's because I was draft counseling uh, uh, during during lunchtime <laughs> at uh, at school, and uh, uh, so I, I was a, I was a radical kid, okay, and I was very very. Uh, against the war in Vietnam I was very uh, supportive sure. of the uh, of the uh, civil rights movement that was uh, uh, that was happening and I you know that was all still a reaction from uh, the uh, JFK assassination and so I, I've seen our country go through uh, uh, crisis points before and I've seen our country uh, uh, I uh, uh of course most of us saw that the JFK assassination was uh, was an act of truly an act of domestic terrorism um uh, that yeah. was right right wing uh, uh uh inspired so so I've I've seen this this stuff before and um I've uh been uh, an activist as much as possible while I was a student um, sure for for these causes and things and to, and if it means that I didn't grow up because i'm not a i'm not a seventy two year old uh conservative curmudgeon, then I guess I haven't <laughs> grown up <laughs> wow. That's I don't want to amazing, grow up if that if it if it means that you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Constance and I were uh, uh, very involved, uh, at least uh, for a while, right up until the the pandemic shut us down. Uh, yeah. In uh, in our local uh, organization for uh, uh, well at first. We were very on board for bernie sanders okay we just love sure. we just love bernie sanders and and uh, uh, that's the kind of uh, uh attitude that that we would like to see the the country uh uh go to uh mm-hmm. and of course now we're uh we're, you know, supporting the, the Democrats, both locally and regionally and and nationally. Uh, sure. and, and truly, we don't expect, um, you know, uh, uh, other people to see things the way we see them. And we certainly do not uh, instantly uh, dislike or. Or, or or unduly uh criticize people who who uh, uh hold hold different uh, uh different views and and opinions because we we know that that's uh, uh uh no two people no two people are alike and especially when we have right. uh, have other things in common with them like like uh, you know a spiritual world view or or a world view concerning uh, uh other things, but what we uh, but we what we can't understand is that that people with opposing uh, political viewpoints would would uh, affirm that there's a, a moral equivalency between how we are thinking and how uh, uh, normal uh american politics uh has uh has developed over the last century that there's a moral equivalent to uh to that feeling and the uh blatant racist fascist uh mm-hmm. elements uh, on the other side it isn't two sides to a same coin in other words uh, that is yes. so that is so far different that don't even mm-hmm. try to argue with me about the moral equivalency uh, yes. of philosophy okay uh, mm-hmm. uh, that they're just uh, in in our opinion they're just uh, 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 isn't one, but this is not because of my philo- my spiritual philosophy i don't feel right this way because of my, my religion or I don't feel that right. way because I'm a magician I don't feel that way right. because uh, 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 you know I'm a, I'm a hermeticist or a, or a spiritual person or a member of my, uh, my religious or fraternal organizations uh, I don't feel this way because I'm a Thelemite I feel this right. way because I feel that anyone with a scrap of human decency feels this way. So it's, yes. it's it, okay. So don't don't, don't uh, blame if you don't like my politics. Don't blame my religion for it. Blame my exactly. inherent sense of morality.
1: Exactly. It's it's not a question of whether or not Amethullah might it doesn't matter if I'm a gardenerian, which I am. That does not inform my moral code and what I believe in as a good human being, which I, I strive to be when possible. I I believe that there is a difference between right and wrong, and it doesn't have to be informed by by my religion. I completely agree with you. There are just some things... That are right, and there are just some things that are plain old wrong. And I don't think dragging um, my beliefs as far as my religious path into it have anything to do with it. I I, I don't need any of my gods to tell me the difference between right and wrong. I do not like fake equivalency. it, it's ridiculous, this fake outrage that the right seems to produce. Um, I'm sorry. I think the president is completely insane. I think he has <laughs> void yeah. rage on top of everything else. Listen, he's just not a moral person, no matter how you define it. He's not a moral person. He is a person of little to no morals. His God is himself. He holds a Bible up. He hasn't read it. He doesn't know what's in it. He has not learned any of the lessons, in my opinion. You know, I grew up in New York. I grew up a town over from Donald Trump. Uh, he was a joke then when we were growing up. He's a joke now. Unfortunately, he's a very good snake oil salesman. He's he's perfected that Art. That is his art of the deal. How to make people believe that he is something that he is not. And I I have to agree with you 100%. And for me, it is a question of morals. And this is why folks who are on the right, um, the ones who don't support him, I can speak with. I have a hard time with third party voters because I believe to a large extent, at least in Michigan. They contributed there and here in North Carolina to our loss, and this is what this is this is the price of the sin, of of the luxury of voting third party. Which I'm sorry, I believe it is a white privilege to be able to vote third party uh, and not care about the outcome. I find it offensive. I have had I have lost friendships over it. I don't care. I, I cannot. Reconcile my beliefs or my moral code, I should say, with the things that helped us get to where we are right now. Does
0: that make sense? Yeah, I, I I'm with you there. And uh, but backing up and putting things uh, in uh, impersonal uh, perspective, uh, countries and nations uh don't last forever and sure. and uh uh as, as much as i uh uh am, have always been inspired by the uh the great experiment that uh was our our country and actually mm-hmm. i'm saying was our country at this point in, unless something happens to uh, uh to rescue us at this point uh mm-hmm. I, I realize that uh, uh uh the entire world uh is on the precipice of, of an even greater catastrophe than uh the the rise or fall of a single nation and mm-hmm. uh and the, the tragedy is uh there was so much we uh could have done and uh there's so much we could we could still uh do to contribute
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: to, uh to fixing this the the, the global uh crisis that uh, that's happening uh, and i'm speaking of about the environmental crisis uh, of course of course which which from my you know my more uh you know s- spiritual roots being uh, uh mm-hmm. one of of uh, uh more nature-based uh, <laughs> identity with life, you know. Uh yeah, is uh, is very uh is very important. So mm-hmm. it it's just it may it, it may very well be that uh, mm-hmm. uh uh things don't go in a that things may indeed get much worse uh before they they get better and when they get better uh it may be uh so far in the future that that uh we won't uh actually be the ones to see it and uh when right. it does get better it may be s- such a drastically uh different better world mm-hmm. uh than the, the than the one that it seems like we're uh uh fast uh destroying right now.
1: Sure. So I, I wanted to ask you, were you surprised at all by the the American fragility, the the how how fragile I mean, was it Franklin who said democracy is great if you can keep it?
0: Right, um, right.
1: And obviously, well, we we are not able to do that. Um, at least, it doesn't look like we can at the moment. But I'm very surprised by how, you know. And yes, the abuse of the planet is absolutely obvious and has been going on for decades. And I'm sorry, it is human driven. I don't believe in the whole oh, it's tides and it t- it turns around. No, we've we have hastened the destruction. And I think mother herself knows that in order to save herself being the planet, that she will shake us off and start over. Maybe, maybe it'll be another species. Who knows? Um, I do believe that's, you know, possible. Um, But I'm, I was wondering if you were surprised at how one person seemed to be able to destroy the country. Not that we weren't already on the trajectory from Reagan on forward, um, but w- did it surprise you how one guy could really just put the death mail in so fast?
0: Yes, I, I I truly was was surprised, and uh, uh, but what I was really su- surprised for, be, because I you know I've always been. Uh, mm-hmm. You know when you when you when you approach uh, <laughs> when you approach multiple uh, administrations from the from the point of view of a of a old lefty like myself, uh, <laughs> you, you're 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 always you're always prepared for for the balance to tip, you know, terribly against you. It's. <laughs> It's, sure. it's the it's the ultimate underdog uh, uh, philosophy, but I tell you what I I was truly surprised was that the individual uh, that would be responsible for tipping uh, uh, upsetting the apple cart so quickly uh, was mm-hmm. such a person with such uh how shall I say this Cause, uh a person with no class mm-hmm. <laughs> i i always expected the villain to be uh uh more more suave more sure. more more attractive more like a james mm-hmm. bond uh villain uh, rather than uh uh a high school bully. Mm-hmm.
1: And, I, and I, I and I, I
0: ex I, expe- I expected more I suave. Yes, <laughs> I expected class. I expected,
1: I expected something some class. I know. I mean, I I expected somebody who could speak well. I would. I expect. You know, these legends that Christians tell of the Antichrist that he'll. He'll come in, and yeah. you know he he will he will overthrow governments and countries because he will be smooth talking and debonair. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I studied the Bible, so that was the impression I had as well that yeah. he would be smooth talking and debonair and and silver a silver tongued
0: devil, if you will. Yeah, and yeah. I you know I wanted you know it. he's not he's not even entertaining me. <laughs> with my outrage. Yeah. Uh, and and what really hurts is I, I've lost friends and and acquaintances and and other Indeed. people who I don't know but are, are responsible for things in uh, in all of our lives. How easily sure. they were mm-hmm. bamboozled by this uh uh, uh you know, classless <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to use the word class cause that, that's a, but you know what I mean. Uh, I sure. How could how to my uh, my good friends who I've known for years, how could they be so blind as to not see through that? And uh, uh, that's what's really surprised me. The the the, the yeah. people who should know better went for it mm-hmm. and are now yeah. doubling down on it and tripling down on it. insanely
1: and you know my mother is 80 years old and my mother is a learned woman my mother is an educated woman but my mother has fallen for this nonsense hook line and sucker she not only drinks the kool-aid she helps stir it so i am extremely disappointed Yeah, my mother licks the spoon that they stir it with. It's unbelievable. And my mother was not one of these people. My mother went to Woodstock, for God's sake. I mean, my mother was cool. My mother turned me on to rock and roll. And then all of a sudden, my father found Jesus and refused to put him back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great okay let me take us back to the sixties uh, okay you know, part of part of the sixties okay Mom, I, of course my my wife and i uh, uh were high school sweethearts and uh i i i think we were uh i was not the handsomest boy in school she was the most beautiful girl in school. But I was not the most handsome boy in school, and I didn't get the well, you're best grades.
1: handsome now? You must have grown into your
0: looks. <laughs> but but we loved each other's politics. <laughs> okay. <you> <clears throat> and uh, and so uh, when uh, she, she moved back to California uh, uh, about uh, a few months after after I came back to California and we got married. Uh, but it was right during the 60s which was not only a political uh, revolutionary time it was a psychedelic uh revolutionary time and um i had i had uh, uh experienced uh, some profound uh, lsd uh experiences uh, which plunged me uh, deep into the the obsession with f- finding out the nature of my own being. And okay, it plunged me. Uh, it, it took my uh, my uh, you know sort of my my left wing uh, materialistic uh, 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 social consciousness. And added yeah. the the additional the addition of oh I have to do this on a spiritual dimension too because I need to liberate myself and uh, hey. when it came uh, after uh, uh, Martin Luther King got assassinated and then uh, sure. then uh, Bobby Kennedy got assassinated uh, right oh. Uh, we came to the conclusion that that the the country was uh falling apart, the world was falling apart right then, mm-hmm. and so sure. we made the we made the decision that the only true way to avoid the cataclysm that was falling all around us. The only true way to avoid that was to gain enlightenment. Mhm, and we made the decision to sell everything we had I quit school uh-huh. uh we sold all the, i sold all my guitars or most of them wow. uh, and and uh, uh saved up enough uh money. And we uh, packed everything in our Volkswagen bus, in our 1960 <laughs> Volkswagen van, and we drove to southern Oregon and bought yeah. some property. We bought a, a half acre, a quarter acre uh, right by the Illinois River, and we were going to drop out there and not come back yeah. until we were enlightenment, Enlightened. Or maybe never come back right. but we figured uh-huh. we figured this is the only this is the only true liberation not political right but but personal spiritual liberation is truly the only only way to uh, uh to go and that's what we set out to do that's uh uh uh, that was our attitude. Now this weird things happen, okay. Of course I I I won't say we gained en- <laughs> enlightenment. We had a wonderful wonderful uh six or nine months or however long we were there. Sure. But for some we ran out of money. <clears throat> so oh, that we, happens. We, so we came back uh uh, just one morning, I got the idea. Look, I'm going to go back to. Uh, uh, let's just uh, uh, pack a few things and <laughs> bake some bread. <laughs> pack a pack a basket. <clears throat> we'll go back to Southern California, and I'll uh, I'll get a job working in a saloon or someplace uh, uh, because I was a musician and uh, I, I figured I could sing in saloons uh uh for a couple weeks and we'll save up enough money to uh uh uh, uh continue to buy um, the materials for our house and stuff like that back okay because it couldn't make any money in Oregon so I had to come back for 2 weeks to uh so what we did we that's exactly what we did we we don't even know why we did it it was almost like a Strange, magical miracle! I just got this idea, and we left everything in Oregon and uh, baked some bread and, and uh, some bread. came back to yeah. And uh, the second we were back in Costa Mesa, here, I walked into a little little bar that I was familiar with. The, the guy said, "Oh, you're lonnie Do you want to do you want to work tonight?" And oh. uh, I said, "Sure." And so uh, I immediately, I mean immediately, uh, got a job singing with my old, uh, uh, my old uh, songwriting partner uh, at a very fancy uh, club in, in Newport Beach. We did that for two weeks, saved up all the money I needed to go back to Oregon. And on the last night that we played, uh, t- uh, two producers from CBS Records uh, came in to get drunk and celebrate their uh, newest gold record. They were the producers of Spiral Staircase, and they just wow. had two, two gold records within uh, 60 days. Uh, and they got so drunk that they liked the way we sounded, and they liked the fact that we wrote all of our songs. And uh, they said, uh, you know, uh, make a demo for us uh uh, come to Hollywood and make a demo for us, and uh, so we didn't go back to Oregon that next day. We said we'll stay another week. Well, we stayed sure. another week. We stayed another week. Went to Hollywood, did the demo, and we were signed by Epic Records, and we never went back to Oregon.
1: You know, I don't know what it is. I don't know if we've been poisoned by technology and fear, but I feel like magic was so much easier before instant information and and fear. I think fear has completely screwed us up as a race. I think it is a major part of our downfall, and it just seems like, All of the magic that is still out there to be experienced is being buried by bullshit.
0: What do you (laughs) think? Oh yeah, it is. But and it always has been. You know, we just haven't always you know looked at it that way. But fear is poison. Fear is poison to your life. Fear is poison to your magic. (laughs) And,
1: um... It really is, and I don't know how to escape it. See, I, and I think that is a problem for so many people. I think we are so entrenched right now in the fear and the onslaught, the daily, sometimes hourly onslaught of nonsense that we are getting that I think we can't even loosen ourselves up long enough To feel the way we used to feel when it comes to magic,
0: it's terrible. Well, yeah, uh, you know, magic's a very uh, uh, when you realize that you've you've made your life uh, magic, uh, uh, you realize that that it's it's a whole different kind of. of a process than uh than accepting a say a philosophy or or a religious doctrine or, or 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 dogma you 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 see the yes uh uh in, instead of uh, uh magic being a noun in your life magic <laughs> magic's a verb in your life uh yeah and and that that uh, uh whether you are consciously uh seeing everything that you do uh as a as a as a magical act or, or not it it almost gets in the way to to view it as uh as as magic um uh, but you know Crowley had this uh uh you know, the concept of will and uh uh, you know, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. It's found in the book sure. of the law, and the, the whole thing about Thelema uh, and the the magic of Thelema is the magic of will, and that that will is, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and that magic is simply the the science and art of of causing change to occur in conformity with will. And I've discovered uh, over the years that that. Uh, the only thing you can really change with magic is is yourself, and if you want to, sure. if you if you need uh, changes to occur uh, uh, in your life or in the outside world, uh, you use magic to change yourself into the type of person who can affect those changes. If that sure, if that, very Buddhist if,
1: in yeah. in a, in well, a way. Is it not yeah. a Buddhist glance? yeah
0: yeah and uh to change right so uh uh you know when i was in school i was a i was a terrible student i was a class clown and and uh the 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 only way i graduated actually from high school the only reason i graduated um is because uh i sang and and the vocal music department in our school was was very influential, uh, and won many awards for 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 years. And I was befriended by the by the uh, vocal music uh, uh, director of our high school. He had been using me in uh, high school musical performances since the sixth grade. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, cuz he he could count on me you know you oh we need a kid for this scene you know so he, they they come to my grade school and pick me up and take me to the high school to 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 be in the 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 plays and the, the musicals wow. and uh and so uh so uh, and this the his name was uh uh Robert Larson he was a wonderful, wonderful man. He was a genius uh had migraine headaches and was just a monster wow. of a genius, you know and uh but I got along with him, and he could count on me, and so I had the leads in the school musicals and things like that, and I played guitar in the in their folk group and things like that. Uh, and he had the power of a winning football coach in our school, and he made Damn. sure he he literally That's bullied impressive. all of my all of my teachers into <laughs> making sure that I got a c plus in everything so I could stay in the vocal music department and so I never took <laughs> a book home, I never passed a test i never i, <laughs> I, I, I never studied i had my wife uh, uh, type out my term paper for me which uh, uh but but I still was the lead in the school school musical so um uh, uh in a way that was magic I think I had attention deficit disorder uh because I if something didn't inspire me it didn't capture my uh, attention and and so uh uh and, and so it seems like I'm really, really lazy, okay? I uh, And I am lazy, okay? I'm the laziest person you know. I guarantee it.
1: You keep telling me this. I keep not believing you. Uh, well,
0: <laughs> and I'm too lazy to argue with you too much about it. But the, <laughs> the, the thing is... Uh, I've been used to uh, behaving like this my entire life. I've gotten used to doing only what is right in front of me to do at any given moment or at any given period uh, in my life. Right down it's almost from microsecond to microsecond I Will only do the only thing that's set before me to do, and that's where I put my uh, uh, put my attention, put my passion and and if that is what Crowley meant by doing your will, if that's what he meant by the only reason that you and me are here right now sucking air in and out of our <laughs> of our lungs <laughs> sitting here in this dimension which is just like the the uh the garbage heap among dimensions mm-hmm. uh the only reason we're sitting here is because there is something that needs to be done on this plane, right in front of our noses, there's something that needs to be done that only we can do. Otherwise, we have no reason to exist. So, if we're existing, right. that means we've got a job to do. Okay. And that that only we can do. And. Uh, hmm. So, if that's what Crowley meant uh by do what thou wilt she'll be the, that's the whole of the law, okay if uh-huh. that's it, uh-huh. then all of a sudden, your magic becomes extremely easy and just perfect mm. for a lazy guy <laughs> 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 that doesn't that doesn't want to waste a Uh, an iota of energy doing something that doesn't need to be done.
1: (laughs) So there's some grand scheme. There's a reason we're still here. Have any of us figured out what the purpose is, or is this the purpose?
0: Existence is its own justification for existence okay and if you actually realize that it gives you joy on steroids and that joy on steroids is the reason it needs no other attachment
1: to that
0: okay. to that reason, and and okay, if, we're, is, if we if we haven't lazy. hit <laughs> and, and just keep getting lazier and lazier and lazier until you hit the joy sweet spot. <laughs> I love it.
1: It's see, I, when I'm, I just don't have the same view of lazy. See, I don't think you're a lazy person. I think, I don't know, I think you're a terrific person. I think I wish more people were like you and cared enough. Now, I know what you do during the day is probably a good distraction for you, but you're sharing it. And the fact that you're sharing it, please tell folks, who are maybe not hip to what you're doing every day for us please tell folks what you're doing on Facebook
0: oh I well uh, it's been a few months now hasn't it uh, yeah uh, I, I'm i lucky enough to have uh, uh, a lot of Facebook friends and a lot of Facebook uh, uh, followers and uh, mm-hmm. I just love it because it's like, it's like it's my family um yeah and, and uh just one day i uh, i asked uh, gee if i uh if I read little excerpts from uh from my books uh yeah. every morning at ten o'clock would anybody show up and, uh, and we said, so yeah. I, I, yes i got a lot of encouragement to do that, so I started reading my books now I've got twenty books uh currently in print and i figured well that's a lot of material and if you know <laughs> I, and and every week in our home here in uh costa mesa constance and i uh held uh monday night magic class for two hours every every monday uh mm-hmm. we had from 15 to 25 people in our in our living room and we held magic class which was uh something that not I didn't teach it per, so much per se as I just sort of rode the thing like, a, like it was a mechanical bolt. But it was a wonderful thing and we're used to doing it. We loved really? all the... And uh, since the pandemic, we've had to uh, after 42 years, we've had to put that on hold. And so sure. I said, well, I, you know, I definitely got 15 minutes to a half hour every morning and uh it helps me clean up and keep my beard trimmed and and uh, you know put a, put a shirt on I'm not always sure about the pants but I've always got a nice shirt on and stuff and um uh, so I started I started reading uh, my life for the spirits which is uh, you know one of my first books and uh when it was when it was over I I read the Chicken Kabbalah, and when that was over, I read Low Magic, and when that was over, I read uh, 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 Key to Solomon's Key. And, and uh, on, on some mornings, we've got as many as 2,400 views, and uh, sure. which is pretty good. Uh, yeah, it but but an, average, an average morning uh, uh, is about 500 uh, a day. Uh mm-hmm. 500 for the first day And if it goes over that I just figure Well, that's very na- That's good And
1: Sure
0: uh, Are you kidding? That's great <laughs> So that's That's what I'm doing And, you know I'm not the best reader You know I uh, I write Much better than I read And uh, uh, You know I stumble over big words And everything else like that And it's It's uh it's not a slick classy act but it's it's me every morning and uh it makes me feel uh uh connected and sure. it's uh it's a lot of fun also I've been doing uh, uh zoom workshops and things uh about one about one a month and Oh that's uh, great. Yeah those have been uh uh very helpful uh but those things are like having to write a write a new book <laughs> sure <laughs> you know yeah I, I work i work for 3 weeks uh, non stop and have hundreds and hundreds of slides and things like that um uh, just for a 90 minute uh, uh uh zoom thing but but that's been uh, rewarding too so
1: yeah well, you know, I wanted to ask you for for when you go back and you read books that you know, your older books, your older writings, do you ever when you're doing it in the morning and you, and you, and you've been reading them, have you ever like had a new take on what you've written or have you ever had that moment where it's like, "Oh, damn, I wrote that. That's pretty good."
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> have uh... you
1: New from it that from from when you originally wrote it. Now that you're rereading these books,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes uh, you, you know the uh, you know prior to actually going going live with the thing, I, I read the thing over, and uh, about half the time I uh, I read something and chuckle and I and I tell Constance, "God, I was smart." <laughs> God, I wish I I wish I was that smart again, Jesus. And and uh, and the other half, I go, I don't I don't believe that anymore. <laughs> nah.
1: Really? You know, if
0: I oh, I wish I could have done that part over again. Yeah, but the uh, the thing about writing, uh, and here again, I trust my laziness. The thing about writing is. I, I've never, ever, ever finished a book. I've never, never finished one. I've just stopped. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How do you know when to stop?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, well, I, I want to do it uh, you know, much earlier than I end up doing it. But uh, the, 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 that's one of the good things about having a good publisher, uh, and I have uh, uh, several really good publishers. Uh, is I don't want to let them down, so so I wow. So I maneuver, <laughs> okay. I navigate, I navigate my way to a place where okay, I can stop. I can stop now and send this damn thing in.
1: Wow, <laughs> do you ever feel like you could just keep going and probably never finish something? Uh
0: well, um, I, I sort of look at all my work as that work that hasn't been is a continuation of of each other. Um, That's wonderful. It's it's a work. I love It's, that. A, it's a stream of con <laughs> stream of consciousness.
1: But all things are a work in progress.
0: Yeah, especially me.
1: Well, it's perfect, though. We all are. I mean, and I think everything is. You know, I don't think there's any such thing as the perfection of completion. I think everything we do, there's always more to do. There's always more to say. There's always something new to discover. It, it's a never-ending thing, and I think that's why it's so perfect that you don't finish books. You just
0: stop. Abandon them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they're, they're, and they truly are like kids. Uh, you know, there's uh, when you finish a book, it's like you're you're sending a, a child. Out into the world, and and uh, from then on, they've in a sense they've got a, a independent life of their own, and uh, mm-hmm. you know some books get better reviews than others, uh, in life, and some some, and some, some end up being enduring. But yeah, uh, yeah, you you, you <laughs> never really uh, I don't think any artist uh, of any kind. Is ever satisfied with uh, with their work? They they just know when to stop and and send it out into the world. Yeah.
1: Are you still singing? Are you still playing?
0: Uh, yes, but uh, uh, the opportunities to uh, uh, you know I I wrote like greed trumps it all and and just recorded it here at home. Uh, that's the, mm-hmm. the last thing I've done. My concerts have been all uh, uh, canceled. I was due to uh, 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 speak. You, you know, for about the last uh, six, seven years, uh, I would I would schedule concerts or arrange concerts uh, uh, wherever I went around the world uh, to speak, and yeah. uh, uh, that was sort of my. Uh, my joy uh, to do that, and uh, mm-hmm. that I was due to go uh, back to Hong Kong uh, wow. in March, and that was that was canceled, and I was due to uh, go to Vienna, Austria, wow. and uh, mm-hmm. that was canceled, and I've and I haven't uh, scheduled any uh, any more live uh live things since then um uh, and Alan, my uh record producer uh we're talking about a sort sort of a zoom concert or something like that but uh, sure. neither one of us actually want to get out of the house and go to each other's house to to uh set something like that up and uh, I've done a couple <laughs> little surprise things you know on my facebook mm-hmm. uh things but at the moment i'm uh, i'm i'm sort of in a, uh in a in a live presentation mode uh as far as my yeah. books and things are concerned and i've you know i've got the new book i had uh, son of chicken Kabbalah, and i've got uh, uh Allow me to introduce, which just, uh, allow me to introduce, just came out this year. And I got my uh, uh, Tarot of Ceremonial Magic, which uh, new edition came out in, uh, uh, after years of being uh, out of print. My tarot deck is, is, uh, is back in uh, print in a beautiful new, new edition. And uh, so I, I've got stuff like that going, but my wife is saying, you know, you know, you got to write a book. And I'm yeah. saying, well, I I am writing a book. You just, I just can't see where it is <laughs> <laughs> at, at the moment.
1: It's not obvious so, yet.
0: <laughs> it's not obvious yet. Yeah, don't worry. It'll it'll show up somehow.
1: It will materialize. <laughs> yeah. you're
0: amazing.
1: You are just amazing. Um, And we are down to just a few minutes. So I'm wondering if there's something specific coming up or just something you want to tell folks in general, if you want to encourage them to vote or watch your Facebook lives or whatever it is you want to say.
0: Well, first of all, if you are on Facebook, uh, 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 please, uh, at, at the moment, It's hard to friend me because it's uh, you know you hit your your limit. But please follow me Mm -hmm. on uh, on Facebook because it's my morning, uh, 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 it's my blog, okay. And I'm I'm on I'm on Facebook more than a healthy person should be on on (laughs) Facebook. So please. Just stop in because I I, uh, I post little things and videos and and songs and things like that. So so please do that. But uh, for those of us in the United States, please, if you haven't registered the vote, do so right now and then vote at your earliest possible uh, opportunity. And I'm not going to yeah. tell you how to vote, but if you're listening to this uh, uh, <laughs> desperate house house witches, you'll probably not <laughs> cancel mine. Okay? Uh, <laughs> please.
1: Probably not. Yeah.
0: Please vote, because <laughs> if you don't, you, uh, truly truly—it's—it's uh, never in the in since. 1790, it has never been this important for us to, uh, uh, to vote. So please, please do that, and then encourage everyone else to do that, too. And then secondly, no matter how safe you feel in your neighborhood, uh, be a good example and wear your masks the second you walk out your front door. Uh Absolutely. wear it to, Okay. Uh if for no other reason than to show others that you care about them. Mm-hmm. And and uh so please do that. And uh be as active as you've ever been or ever intend to be uh, uh and engaged politically. Uh <coughs> and uh, well i guess that's that's my uh that's my best advice at the moment and be good to yourself
1: definitely
0: definitely just like we thought in or as we moved to Oregon truly our only way to overcome all of these difficulties is to gain enlightenment ourselves and mm-hmm. and and the even the act of doing that of trying to do that is a form of enlightenment so so be yeah. be a conscious participant in your own self evolution that was beautiful
1: i have literally nothing to add to that that was perfect <laughs> okay. And I cannot thank you enough for spending some time with me, and I'm hoping I can coax you back on sooner than later. so oh, I, sure. will, uh, I will I will catch up with you momentarily, but in the meantime, everybody, the amazing Lon Milo duquette, please check out his page on Facebook, tune in when he goes live, get the follow him, get the notifications. He's a constant treat, even though he claims he's lazy. Ignore that part and just trust me, you'll love it. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with the amazing Lilith Dorsey at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I hope everyone has a wonderful evening. And and like the man said, when you go out of the house, put the mask on, show others, be a good example, and please vote. It is We say this every time that it's the most important election of our lifetimes. Every election is, and this one's even more important than the last one. So please heed the advice. Everybody, thank you again for tuning in. Thank you again to my guests. I will see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone.